what's happening? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. What is going on? What's happening on a Tuesday? Today's the 28th, December 20th, 2022. Happy holiday season for everybody out there. On today's show, we're going to talk about sports books, how sports books operate. And this is going to be, first of all, I think really interesting because without a working knowledge and understanding about how sports books work, how the hell are we supposed to beat them long term and, and take their money? So, We'll talk about sportsbook approaches today and how they run their business, and it's going to be a really good uh, uh, kind of introduction to tomorrow's show, where we'll talk about the journey of the line and how lines are made and why our teams, like this weekend, why is a certain team minus two and a half instead of minus three or minus two? So we'll talk about all that starting on today's show and uh, finishing on tomorrow's podcast. If you like betting games vig free, check out betteredge.com. B-E-T-T-O-R, like sports better, edge.com. Get rid of the minus 110, get rid of the vig, start making a lot more by losing less with Better Edge. When you sign up, put in promo code S. SBD, that's SBD for Sports Betting Daily, promo code SBD, that's going to get you a free 20 bucks. So you don't have to deposit anything. Just sign up, put in SBD, and uh, you'll get free $20. I think you're going to love betting big free. All right, so let's get to it. So sports books. We're going to talk today about how sports books operate, how sports books run, what their goal is, what their uh, daily incentive is. And this will help understand why I say what I say all the time about sports books. So to start things off, let's start right here. There are two kinds of sports books market making sports books and retail sports books. Now, before we get into de- detail for any of this stuff, there is no like this sports book is a market maker, this book is a retail book. Usually, a lot of sports books are blends of the two. Now, there are a lot of sports books that fall into the retail category that don't do much market making, but in general, when I talk about this this sports book is as a market maker what or whatnot. It's largely right, largely a market maker. Uh, so that's the thing. And I know this may not make sense yet, but just stay tuned and it'll be okay. So, market making books and retail books are the two kinds of sports books that exist. Let's first talk about a market making sports book. What does a market making book do? What a market making book does is they open lines. Okay, that's kind of like the the main basic thing that a lot of people know them for. They offer opening lines. And market-making books use what we call price discovery to create the final line that they offer, the closing line, the line that's there when the game kicks off. And price discovery is really, really important in the world of bookmaking. So here's what price discovery looks like. You put a line out there, someone makes a bet, you move the line based on whatever bet was just made. Now, a lot of you listening may say, yeah, I know, Tyler, that's how sports books work. But what you may not know is that that's not how all sports books work. As a matter of fact, that's how very, very few sports books work. They just give their information to everybody else. You see, most sports books out there are retail sports books. When I think about the average sports book in domestic, like, like in the United States, that's legal in a lot of states. You know, you got your BetMGMs, your FanDuels, uh, uh, your uh, sort of DraftKings falls in this category. Your, you know, Betfred, Caesars, uh, uh, Bet365, you know, uh, uh, Barstool. All these sports books are retail sports books. None of the ones I just mentioned move their lines based on action they get. Doesn't matter whether they get a huge bet, which they usually cover themselves with low limits. Retail sports books don't adjust prices. Only the, the only books in the country 
that themselves are adjusting prices are market making books. Now you may say that's not true, Tyler. I've seen BetMGM move from three to three and a half myself. I was looking on a Friday and it moved. I'm not saying that market making books in sport or excuse me. I'm not saying that retail sports books never move their prices. I'm saying when a market making book moves, then the retail book moves. They just copy what the market makers do. So let's talk about market making sports books. Okay, I kind of said we'd start there. So I talked about price discovery. That's how market makers work. So what is price discovery? That is what I said earlier, where you put a line out there, you move the line based on money that you're taking for that line. And let's use an example. Let's use an NFL example. Let's say this is exactly why someone who really doesn't know that much about a sport can still use a or make a good line by the end of the price discovery process. So price discovery means if I didn't know anything about the NFL and this weekend, I don't know who's playing. Let's just use a, a hypothetical game. Uh, uh, the uh, Houston Texans are playing the uh, Philadelphia Eagles in Philly. Now that's not a game. I think they're actually playing Tennessee, but either way, uh, Houston at Philly is our hypothetical game for, for today's example. If I knew nothing about the NFL and I decided to open this game, a pick them. Okay. Just a pick. Cause I don't really know. Obviously what would happen is I would get a large bet on Philadelphia pick them, but the market making books protect themselves by offering low limits at the beginning. They may only let you bet $500 at the very, very opening of this NFL line. And by the way, if you want an example for a market-making book in the NFL, bet online. Bet online is a market maker for a lot. So if you want the opening fresh NFL lines, bet online is probably your option. Now, I know there's this, this podcast, by the way, is not a whole lot of stuff for like in the city of Vegas. I know that in Vegas, there's the, the, the South Point and, and Westgate, I believe, and Chris, C-R-I-S, is, is known to do this. But li- we're not talking about that today. We're talking about online. So Bet Online is one of the few online market-making sports books, certainly for the NFL. So let's say they put out Pick'em, and they get a max $500 bet on Philadelphia at Pick'em. But what do they do? They'd move to minus one. And then obviously they'd probably get another max bet at Philadelphia minus one. And that thing may move all the way up to, let's say, minus 12. And by that point, the market, you know, whoever, let's, it's me in this example, right? So at this point, I, who don't know anything about the NFL, you know, the line's gotten to 12 and the money kind of stops coming in and I go, God, I took a lot of fucking action on, on, on Philadelphia minus one, minus two, all the way up to minus 12. Good God. All right. So the line gets to 12 and it eventually stops. You may even get a little bit trickle back the other way, but that's the, that's the idea is the line's now at 12 and you know, at this point, when there's no more action, now you raise your limits. So now you can't bet 500, maybe you can bet 3,000. And those who couldn't be bothered for a $500 bet before now come to the window or log onto their app to bet 3,000. And same thing happens. Let's say Philadelphia gets bet up to now 13. You know, you bounced around a little bit, you, you take a bet, move, take a bet, move, take a bet, move, and it moves to 13, right? And then uh, let's say you raise your limits again and then some sharps come in. You, you keep doing this. So by the time you get to Sunday, you may have known nothing about the NFL or Houston or Philadelphia, but you're going to have a damn good line just based on price discovery on Sunday because you're moving based on action. And the other thing is market making books 
have a nice, convenient profile for everyone who's ever made a bet. So they know how much you've won, how much you've lost, what sports you bet, what you're good at, what you're bad at, when you placed your bet, how much you placed your bet for. They know everything about bettors. That's why market makers don't usually kick people out. You don't hear about market making books banning players because market making books actually need smart customers because market makers use that as information. If they get a mar- if they get an amazing winner, who a uh, Billy Walters type who has taken millions from the casinos and they know Billy Walters is betting on Philadelphia in our example minus 12 and a half, they may move the line to 13 and a half or 14. Now that's a, that's a stretch right there cuz you're going through key numbers. But my point here is Based on who, it's not generally the money that's moving the lines. It's it's who's making the bet. If they get a huge bet in Vegas from some unknown baccarat player, like they may not move the line at all. But if they take that same bet from a winning sports better, they will move the line. So knowing who's making these bets is generally very very beneficial for the sports books for the market making sports books. So again, in my example, you may not know anything about the line. But through the process of price discovery, you will end up with a very, very accurate line. And that's where we enter into the scene, retail sports books. Because it's at this point in the process that the retail sports books decide, okay, now that that's all gone, now that that's all done behind the scenes, we're now going to offer these lines. We're now going to put these lines out and let people bet on these games. That's why BetMGM, a lot of these sports books, they don't open lines early. You can bet fresh, fresh lines and market-making books. You may have to wait until a couple days before the game at some of these other sports books. So especially for the NHL. I mean, you bet the NHL like I do a lot. If, if you bet with BetMGM, you can't bet on the games until the day of the, of the game. There's a lot going on behind the scenes before you see that number and that line. So those lines that I, I talked about that you use through price discovery – where it ends up being a good, efficient, mature line in a mature market, it's at that point in the process that MGM and Caesars and all the other, then they copy those lines and let all of you bet into those lines. Now, I said earlier, most sports books, especially the ones we deal with in the US, are uh, retail sports books. And retail sports books are really interesting because they don't want the risk of making the lines and potentially losing money. Because if you try and open a market-making sports book and don't know what the hell you're doing, you can quickly go out of business. But a goddamn monkey could open up a retail sports book, no problem. Because no risk means no decision-making, at least for the lines. For business stuff, it does, but not for the lines. You're just copying. And so retail sports books look to run their books like retail stores. Hence the name, right? So that what they look to do is buy everything in terms of lines from a third-party vendor, or they copy them, or they just get them from, from elsewhere, and then they mark them up. The markup comes in the area of they increase the hold as much as they can. And what this does is this allows them to guarantee a profit because they're not taking the risk of, of the moving on action. All these lines are mature, and they're offering very bad holds. So they're guaranteeing a profit, and they can also focus on traditional retail thing, uh, retail, uh, you know, business things like marketing, product development. You know, th- that's what they focus on. There's a reason why Bet Online doesn't run commercials. They don't need to. They have a very good, solid customer base that always comes back because they don't get kicked out, and they can make a good bet there. So these are retail store things that are dealt with, right? Product development. How can we offer more different exciting lines? And then marketing. 
They just spend a lot of their money on commercials. So retail sports books care more than anything about margins. And as a result of that, they'll do anything to avoid sacrificing their margin. So the question arises, how do retail books get more volume without offering better bets? And the answer is by spending millions of dollars marketing things like same game parlays. They'll make commercials about them. They'll put free same game parlay slips or boosts or bonuses into your inbox. They'll offer other parlay boosts. I mean, all for one reason. They've calculated exactly what they can offer and make it sound as good as they can for you while still guaranteeing a profit for them. And I say guaranteeing a profit, sports betting has never been more profitable for the books. I mean, they are making about three to four times what they should if everyone's just making smart bets out there. These books are getting filthy rich because this is working. All these, all these things that get put in your inbox, just think about it. How often do you get an offer in your inbox? You go, wow, this is great. Well, every time you get an offer and go, wow, this is amazing. What do you think the sports books are thinking? Do you think they're going, sitting there going, boy, damn, that offer was real good. Should we have given that out or should we have made, you know, they're not doing that. They are laughing their way to the bank because they know they've got you on the hook. They're making things, something seem good. It's like these new uh, promotions I'm getting from BetMGM. I'll wake up every day with like a new parlay boost. And it's like, oh yeah, but, but the only thing, you have to have at least four legs in there. <laughs> okay. It's so silly. So that's how they do everything is, is by guaranteeing the profit and then using those promotions as a design to make a lot more money. Other things retail books do to guarantee them they make money, they have low limits. So if you're going to pick them off, you're not going to pick them off for a lot. So very, very low limits, even as we approach towards game day, right? Now, the market-making books, like we said, they start off with low limits, but by game day, you can bet a lot there. Not the case with retail books. Uh, the other thing I mentioned, and I kind of went through this earlier, but they increase the hold as much as they can, like as much as they can for sure. So that's one thing you'll see is not only the same game parlays, and, and first touchdown scores, things like that, but just normal bets. Like, they're never going to really try and make NFL games minus 120, which is probably a, why a lot of you out there don't see these, because they don't do this for very obvious games, like the NBA, NFL. But I bet a lot of, a lot of uh, English soccer. I bet a lot of NHL. And you better believe it, that especially live during an English soccer game, especially like a thir second or third tier English soccer game, you're not going to get minus 110, minus 110. You're going to get minus 120, minus 120. I mean, it's maybe minus 120, minus 130. It's, it's laughable how bad the lines are. And that's because they, they being retail sports books, increase the hold as much as they can while still thinking that you'll play those games. Uh, another thing that retail sports books do, they quickly are, uh, they're very fast to kick, kick out winners. Okay, if, if you're a winning sports better, you have a winning profile. Market-making books, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, they use it to their advantage. They go, oh, God, this Tyler guy, he knows the NHL. When he bets, we're going to move the line a little more, right? But a, a, a retail book would say, boy, this Tyler guy knows the NHL. we got to kick him out. He's winning too much money. That's the difference in, in profiling people for those two uh, business models. So you have to know everything we talked about today for tomorrow's show. 
And I honestly just think it was really interesting, like how these books work, because not a lot of people understand that this is what's going on with these sports books, you know, how they get these lines, where, where they find them from. And so in general, takeaways from today's podcast is two kinds of sports books, market making books and retail books, market making books, which there are probably one to 3% of all sports books out there are actually doing market making. They create the line. They use price discovery up until game time to always adjust the line and they usually aren't at too much of a risk because they're always adjusting based on action. Retail sports books, which comprise of probably the other 95% of sports books, are copying the market makers once lines get mature enough for retail books not to worry about risk. They don't want anything that's going to move too much. So once the lines even out, then all these other sports books offer their prices and their lines with a, with a markup trying to guarantee their profit. And uh, retail books are going to rely on marketing and promotions to make their money and make their business. So uh, that's kind of how, look, this was a 101. Okay, this was a very fast, very quick, very, very, I I tried to make it easy to digest. Okay, so if you're a pro out there and you're trying to nitpick little things here or there, fuck you, okay? A little aggressive there. But my point is, this wasn't for you. This is to get the average sports better out there to understand how this works and how books go about offering you what they offer you. And if we don't understand how this works, we're never going to be able to beat the books ourselves. So I thought today's show was was uh, pretty uh, pr- pretty important. Sorry for saying fuck you, everyone, if you took offense to that. So anyway, I'm getting soft lately, aren't I? Apologizing now. What's going on? All right. Uh, that's it for today's show. Appreciate everyone listening. Uh, Good luck if you got something tonight. We got a big slate. We got some basketball, some hockey, a lot of bowl games coming up too. So uh, good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We will talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.